Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Watch, well, it's been a good week here. It is November 27th. 1998. It is. One year, it's going to be 2000. It's a crazy thought, huh? It is. Like, a whole new century. A whole new century, a whole new millennium. Isn't that the same thing? No. What? Oh, no, the millennium is the thousand. Yes. <laughs> It's going to go from 1,000 to 2,000. It's a whole new thing, Carol. Yeah. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing. And yet, it's just one more day forward on the calendar from, from 1999. December 31st, yeah. 1999. Just saying, it's like, it's like, oh, it's this big thing, but it's it's not that far away. It's not It's not like, yeah, it's a new millennia, but it's not a millennia away. It's like... A year away. <laughs> wow. You're so inspiring. <laughs> oh, my God. If you ever got called to uh, to talk with graduates or whatever, you'd be like, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you got a degree or whatever. It's like, you know, you, you know, but really you only took one more class. Oh, my God. <laughs> you might as well not even think about, about it as being any kind of major accomplishment. Your, li- your lives are shams. That's exactly right. Congratulations, graduates. <laughs> anyway, uh, these people have graduated high school and college. And, and now yet. And now they're graduating uh, trials. Yet they're just as immature as if they were still in high school. Yeah, I guess that's true. But we watched 90210. Uh, what was it called? Um, <laughs> crimes and misdemeanors, or something. No, that was last episode. Uh, no, the girl who cried wolf was last episode. Well, I don't know. That wasn't the name of this episode. I <laughs> law and disorder. There you go. Law and disorder, Carol. It was lawly, lawyerly, and disorderly. Yeah, so we get to finally see the uh, the court case. Yeah, finally. What? <laughs> it was talked about a little bit last episode. We finally get to see it. I mean, I've been anxiously anticipating. Really? It was, like it's been building up all season long, huh? No, but it's been building up all week long. Kind of like the millennium's been building up all, all thousand years. That's correct. It's just like that. Anyway, yeah, we get to... We have to see the trial. The, her lawyer is, I like. I kind of recognize that guy. I think he's done lawyer stuff for them before, but I don't remember what. He may have, for all I know, he might have been the uh, that first guy when Brandon got a DUI or whatever <laughs> who helped him out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I kind of recognize him too, but I don't think it was from this show. No, you think it was from a different show? Yeah, like maybe he was on something else. Huh? I don't know. I don't know either. He just looks familiar. Okay. But <clears throat> this is the civil trial, not... There's nothing civil about this trial, Carol. Oh, got him! Okay. Um, 
No, because the district attorney is not prosecuting, so it's just a civil trial. But like you pointed out, there's not always a jury. Not always, but sometimes. And in civil trials, juries don't have to necessarily be 12. Yeah. But there was one this time. They, it didn't look like there was 12 this time either. No, I think there was like seven. Yeah. So, did that mean the jury made the decision then? Yes. Okay. I wonder how they arbitrarily just choose how many people are going to be there for a civil suit. I don't know. I think... I I don't know. I'm not I'm not enough into law to... To speak intelligently on it. I think whether or not you have a, tr- a bench trial, which is a trial decided by the judge, or a jury trial, I believe is the, the it's somebody's choice. <laughs> I think the defendant's choice or, or whatever, I think. Okay. But I'm not sure. So. Or it, might, it may go by the crime, you know, being bandied about. Yeah. Or the amount of money. I don't know. $10 million is a lot. It is. So, what did you think of Valerie's lawyer? Well, what we saw of him seemed fairly inept. Yeah. But um, we didn't get to see a lot of him. No. We see him at the very beginning. I mean, we basically open with the trial. And he's like, hey, did you get roofied? Yep. And there's, <laughs> and there's evidence of that, right? Yep. Oh, they, they keep saying roofed. Yeah. <laughs> instead of roofied. So, I don't know. Is that a, like a West Coast thing? I have no idea. But anyway, uh, did you get roofed? Yes. Uh, did you have sex with someone? Yep. Is that someone Noah? Yep. Okay, case dismissed. And then he goes and sits down. And then the rest of the time, all we hear is from Noah's lawyer. Yeah. Like she calls, she calls the entire gang up to, to like question. One at a time. Not the whole gang No, she calls, she she says all of you guys, like it's the (laughs) 50s and it's a phone booth. Can you please all squeeze into... The fucking, and I'll ask you, you, you answer simultaneously. Right. Obviously one at a time. But she calls them all up, and it's like a montage of her being like, hey, did Noah fucking save David's life that one time in Hawaii? Yep. Did he, uh, did he fucking pay for the club? Did he bail uh, Noah, not Noah, David out of Hawk with a loan shark? Yeah, did he do all these wonderful things? And then for Valerie, it's like... Hey, are you a slut? Did, did you she, lie about things? Did you ever fake a pregnancy? Yeah, all this shit. And the, we don't, we don't, but the point is we don't get to see his, his cross-examination. Yeah. Because typically on cross like, you know, it's obviously it's damning when the prosecutor asks their questions, but if they're doing their job anyway, but the cross-examination is like the time to kind of fix that stuff. Like mm-hmm. damage was done. When the jury hears like, oh, Valerie's lied about this, this, and this. And it's like, he should then come up there and ask questions to sort of clarify things, to give it more context, to make it seem better for his client. I don't know how you make it seem better. Like, she had an affair with a married man and was blackmailing him for money by pretending to be pregnant. There's not a good positive spin on that. I think that's why we didn't see it. Even I if we're supposed to believe it happened, because that would be a hell of a thing to write. Yeah, it would have been a challenge for the writers, and the writers decided not to take that challenge in any way. <laughs> but it's like, so it's hard to judge her lawyer because we don't see him do much. Yeah. And then we see him give his closing argument or whatever. And, or actually, no, um, his questioning of 
Josh. Yeah. Noah's brother. Which, you know, he's the only witness. So his testimony was pretty important. Yeah, and he totally fucks Noah over. Yeah. And the guys even like, so who else could have uh, put a roofie in her drink if not Noah? And uh, then they're like, oh, objection, you know, Mm. whatever. But like, that's the one question he could have answered to save Noah's ass, actually. (laughs) I mean, I guess if he would have lied. No, if he would have told the truth. Oh, if he would have said it was him, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, later we find out. Well, we know it's him. Yeah, but like, okay, but okay. So, (laughs) I don't want to say it yet. Okay, so (laughs) then talk. So, the whole episode. Red light, talky time. Hey, now. Don't be mean. Okay. Donna is really struggling with uh, her pain pill and amphetamine addiction that has just sprung up over the last episode. Um, she Last episode, she had broken into her father's medicine at the clinic. And this episode, she... Is that where she gets her first round of medicine, or does she get more from Josh first? I don't remember how this goes. Yeah, she goes to the clinic. Okay. So she runs out of her medicine, she goes to the clinic, and she's like... Oh, she tries to get her medicine filled at the pharmacy first. And the pharmacist uh, is like, I uh, can't help you, lady. First of all, they were closed. And she's acting like a psycho. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you've got to refill my prescription. And then he looks at the bottle. He's like, you don't have any refills. And she's like, he's like, you need to get a refill from uh, Dr. Burton. He's he's out of town. He's not, though. He's not. But even if he was, like, who? what do you think is going to happen here? The pharmacist is going to be like, oh, he's out of town? Okay, let me give you 100 Right. Like, what the fuck? The pharmacist is like, look, I got to get to my kid's fucking birthday party. You took 60 of these in less than a week. Yeah, yeah. He points out, like, there were 60 pills near his mental issue two weeks. It's been less than a week. Yeah. So get the fuck out of my sight, <laughs> he says. It is not good. Like, that's an insane amount of pills to be taking. Oh, shit. Plus, she's mixing it with the amphetamines that she stole from her father last week. Mm-hmm. So then she decides to go to Daddy Dearest and get more pills um <laughs> daddy can i have more pills <laughs> well first she's gonna like fucking what break in like with a little rower what the fuck was in her hands i think it was like a i think it was a letter opener yeah but she, she was gonna jimmy the lock like insane but instead you know her dad walks in and she's like daddy i'm in so much pain i need help and he's like what happened to the pills i gave you i was taking them in the kitchen <laughs> I knocked them down the drain. He's, he's looking at you like he must have seen drug dealing behavior or drug seeking behavior before. Right. I know he worked with a lot of rich old people or whatever because he was a cardiologist. But like I, he must have seen it somewhere, even when he was an intern or something. Oh, I'm sure. He definitely looked like he knew what was going on. Yeah. And uh, she's like, I just I have all this work to do. I need to get it done. So he gives her he's like, I'll give you enough for a few more days. Mm-hmm. Only take four of these a day. She's taking four at a time. Yeah, she just fists four of them as soon as she leaves. <laughs> so that's not going to last her very long at all. No. Um, but she does have a big deadline at work. Like, they want her to come up with a... She has 36 hours to come up with a whole line of, like, pajamas or whatever. Playtime sleepwear. It's kind of ridiculous. That seems like an unfair deadline, don't you think? Yeah. I also think it'd be creepy to, like, 
The whole, like, designing clothes, like, sleepwear and shit for kids just seems creepy to me. I know someone's got to do it, but, like, yeah. it's weird. Okay. What do I want these kids to sleep in? <laughs> I don't know. It just feels fucked up to me. Interesting perspective. I guess. Um, who is this other woman she works with? Is this another? Like, she was there apparently before Donna, but it seems like Donna's, like, above her somehow. Well, yeah, because Donna came in with all the ideas and shit. Um, and Donna's rich, you know, so, like, she, she gets to bypass a bunch of shit. Of course, of, shit. of course. But, um, no, she's, like, she's been the, there the last couple episodes. She keeps, like, like uh, speaking up where she's like, well, I could do something, I could do something. And Donna's like, fuck you, no! <laughs> Donna's like, I will do everything. Yeah. She really should delegate some of this yeah. shit, you know? Like, this girl is just trying to help. And, like, Donna's so afraid she might show her up or have an idea that's better than hers mm-hmm. or something. It's ridiculous. But she speaking of ideas that are better than hers, though, yeah. she's all strung out, so she can't work. She can't come up with ideas. Mm-hmm. And she steals this woman's ideas. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awful. Oh, like, that's what I meant. How do, you get, how do you get away with this bullshit? I don't know, because she, but she does. She presents the ideas, and the boss is all like, you're a fucking genius. Every other woman in this office is trash. <laughs> and... This woman, like, is just like, you stole my ideas, and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. She won't even admit it to her. That's so awful. And she's like, you did, and you know it. And she goes, well, why didn't you say anything then? And she says, because then we'd both get fired, or one of us would get fired. Yeah. Is she not confident that person would be Donna? <laughs> probably not. She probably thinks, like, she, it would be her word against her, the, mm-hmm. uh, the other ones. And, you know, one of them would get fired and she doesn't know which one. But I also think, like, she was basically saying, like, I don't want either of us to get fired. I want us to be a happy family. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's weird to be nice. <laughs> but Donna manages to get through her work thing because of the pills she got from her dad. Mm-hmm. But now she's out again. Yeah. So she's freaking out. She's calling Noah's brother, Josh. Like, he's a drug dealer. The entire time he's calling her and he's like, I'm focused on the trial, Donna. Maybe you should be focused on the trial, Donna. Does he not realize that, like, he turned her into an addict? Well, she was on her way. Yeah. But he he definitely helped. He pushed her right over the edge with those amphetamines. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't have been able to keep taking the pills at the rate she was taking them without the amphetamines. That's true. So, he's like... I've told you the last 10 times you called, I'm not a pharmacy. Like, what the fuck, Josh? Mm-hmm. So she gets... Comes back and bites him in the ass, too. Yeah. Well, she gets so fucking desperate. She breaks into Noah's boat and starts going through Josh's shit to steal his pills. Like a goddamn monster. <laughs> like, she's tearing through it like a fucking... Like a wild wolverine. Right? She, I mean, she's definitely acting like she's just, like, cracked out. Like, mm. she she is not okay by any stretch. Like, she's, like, worse than Kelly with cocaine almost. Oh, yeah. But she finds the pills, and she also finds... The roofies. With Josh's name on them. Yeah, Rehypnol. Like, because apparently he was tired, and or he was having insomnia in Paris. Do you think he was having insomnia in Paris? Or do you think he pretended to have insomnia in Paris to get the roofies? I don't know. Um. (laughs) Sorry, I know that just shut down uh, all lines of communication. Um, 
That's an interesting question. Um, I think he probably just pretended because he's like, I don't know. He says to he says to Noah, he's like, I can explain. I was having insomnia in Paris or whatever, and it's like, eh, I, I don't know. <laughs> it seems a little convenient. I don't know that they prescribe those much anymore as a sedative. And I don't think they prescribed them in the United States, which I think is why they had to go the Paris, mm. the Paris route. I had no idea they were ever prescription. Like I've only ever heard of them as the date rape drug. So right. Oh, you thought they were manufactured for date rapists? Well, I thought maybe people made them that's, on the streets. That's what the commercial says: for date rapists, <laughs> by date rapists. There you go. That is what I thought. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so Tana's just like, hey, because uh, she gets caught going through his shit. And Noah's like, what the fuck, Donna? And she's like, you know what? Your brother roofied her. And yeah. hands, hands in the stuff. And then yeah, walked out with he, the pills. He set you up. Yeah, and she's like, I think she did that just as a distraction right? technique. Where it's like, hey, look at these pills, though. And then she walks. She really does just casually walk out so the other two can have a fight. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, though. Like, before we got there, like, the trial finishes up. Mm. And Valerie wins. She does. She wins the $10 million lawsuit. Also, she wins the respect of the friends. Yeah. Because she, they're all shitting on her again. Uh, Steve and Kelly being the the biggest offenders, and Brandon is once again being like, well, you know, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on the fence. <laughs> and Valerie's pissed off. She's still mad about last episode too. She's angry at, at all of them. Yeah, and, understandably. And then they all hear Josh's like testimony or whatever, and they're like, oh fuck, because Josh's testimony is essentially. Uh, yeah, it was me and and Valerie at the bar, and Noah was behind the bar, and Noah gave her her drink, and he swirled it around, and uh, gave it to her, and then like I took a phone call for like four minutes, and then when I came back, uh, she had drank her drink, the one drink she had, and she was like falling all over the place, and uh, Noah was taking her upstairs. Yeah. I don't think he said she was falling all over the place, but she was going upstairs with Noah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, what the fuck are we supposed to think happened? Yeah, exactly. So, so they all hear that and they're like, oh, oh, well, he fucking did it then. Yeah. Like, why? I don't know where the doubt ever came in, but. And then Kelly sits down and gives the most half-assed apology I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Especially as mean as she was. Yeah, she's just like, so everybody, every, it must feel awful having everybody against you and <laughs> all this stuff. And, and, and Valerie's just like, leave me alone, Kelly. And right. she's like, I'm trying to apologize. Like, how is it an apology? And then she goes, I don't know how much clearer I have to be or something like that. And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, she didn't say the words, I'm sorry, or I apologize. No. Or she just said, hey, life sucks for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was fucked. But oh um, God. but she does. She wins the ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. So that is what has occurred just before uh, Noah and his brother walk in. Yep. And Don is like, "Hey, your brother did it." Exactly. Oh my God! So, <laughs> wow! Can you imagine? 
No. He's so mad at him too, and he's trying to like choke him or whatever. And he's <laughs> like, "You wouldn't, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't go against the bloodline, would you? The the hunters." He's like, "I can't, I can't go to jail. I can't, I can't do it. I'll pay her off." Right, exactly. He go. Well, he says, "We'll pay." I mean, I'll pay her off. <laughs> um, and then he comes to the house, and. He's like, with Brandon, Brandon answers the door, and he's like, hey, can I come in? And he's like, Valerie goes, no, you can't. And he's like, look, Donna found the roofies. It was my brother. He he roofied you, or roofed you. Uh, and if you want to, you know, pursue legal stuff against him, I'll, I'll be behind you 100%. Yeah. Um, I, I really want to know what is happening here at this point. Like, he hands her the roofs. Or rupees or whatever. Right. So presumably she can take those to the police and be like, hey, get Josh. But- <laughs> she just walks into the police station <laughs> like like waving that around. Get Josh! All the cops are like, we've been waiting. But I mean, it doesn't undo what's already happened. No, like he still has to pay her $10 million, right? And he still he fucked her. He lost a case, yes. he. And that's the thing. That's what I don't... And, this happens at the very end of the episode, so we, we haven't had time to process everything yet. So we don't know if people are going to be like, oh, okay, he's a good guy after all, like I don't want them to do. But he should pay the $10 million. Yeah. For what he did, that's fine. That's that's a, that's enough punishment. And then Josh can go to jail for whatever, for rape, and, and then that'll be justice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This this whole thing's just so fucked. But I'm not sure what they're going to what they're going to how they're gonna resolve it. And um in the meantime too, David yeah. is dealing with this stuff with his band. Jasper's Law. I don't like this storyline. It's dumb. It's weird. Anything with David and music is stupid anyway. It just feels very fake. Remember when they when they wanted to be hip hop artists? They went down to the hip-hop uh, record place run exclusively by white people. <laughs> by white people for white people. <laughs> kind of. It was white hip-hop R us or whatever. That's where Ariel was. Yeah. So there's some new person in charge of the recording studio, the record label. I'm not even sure. He's not in charge of the record label, but he's in charge of like their account, essentially. Okay. The one that was in charge before got fired. And he's telling David, hey, we're only interested in you, not Jasper. Yeah, fuck Jasper. You're the star. It's your song. You're the best. We love you. Can I suck your cock, please? And David's like, but it's Jasper's law. And he's like, but we don't care about him. But we want David's law. We right. want Jewish law. We're not going to eat any pork for you, David. <laughs> So he somehow, like, I don't know, tricks David into singing a song by himself. Yeah, and it's records a real trick. It. He's like, hey, why don't you sing this song for me? Okay. <laughs> and then he's like, record this, please. But David doesn't know he's being recorded. No, he doesn't. And then, like, apparently this guy then goes to Jasper and tells him that, like. Listen to this. Listen to what David recorded. Yeah. Fuck you. You're out. And then he tells David that Jasper quit, mm-hmm. but it doesn't sound like Jasper did quit. It sounds Jasper like this says, guy's, quit my own band. Yeah. This guy's just a big liar. 
Yeah. So which makes me think, like, why would you want to be in business with them? Yeah. Every time they're gonna they're they're close to like some kind of big break in music, it turns out the record executive is an asshole. Right. And they have to choose morals over money. It's this, it's this has happened so much in this show. It's so dumb. So at this point now, the, uh, the they gave David a car, uh, a Porsche for Porsche. one week. Like, what's the point of that? To tempt him to be like, hey, this is what your life could be like. Why don't you bury Jasper next to all of Brandon's ex girlfriends? Right. So I don't know. He. What do you think? I mean, I, feel I think like... he's gonna. I think he's gonna go like he's gonna take Jasper's side or whatever. Yeah, he's gonna go ninety percent down the route of uh, turning his back on Jasper, and at the last second, he's gonna be like, "I can't." He's a friend. Yeah, which is stupid because the music industry is a very fickle thing, and like you got to go with it when it's hot and just do it. He's gonna. He's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna be about to go on stage. Dressed in that like gaudy Madonna like outfit mm-hmm. that uh, Zach Morris was ma- was wearing in the episode of Say by the Bell where it was the Zach attack and <laughs> right. uh, um, it all turned out to be a dream he was having but um, <laughs> but uh, he was about to go solo because uh, he had broken up the band because I don't know whatever he went with that female uh, manager and. Friends forever couldn't uh, <laughs> stand it. Do you remember that episode yes. of the Zack Attack? Yes. Do you remember that like shimmering metallic it outfit was awful. they put him in? Yes. He looked like I don't know, like he was made of cellophane. Or so something. David's gonna be in that outfit, about to go on stage, and then he's gonna see Jasper in the audience or whatever, and he's gonna be like, "I can't do it. <laughs> it's Jasper's law." Yeah, I feel like he's not going to go anywhere. Jasper's Law sounds like a really horrible uh, like TV crime show. It does. It does not sound like a band. Oh, my goodness. And then we end the episode with Donna dying. <laughs> She's not dead, I don't think. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Noah goes to go talk to Donna. Yeah. And finds her passed out on the floor. And there, she was drinking wine yeah. on top of everything else. There's this glass of half-drunk wine, and the bottle of pills is just laying next to it all spilled out. Yeah. And she's on the ground. And he like he opens her eyelid and looks in her eye. And I don't know what the point of that was, but it's like, that's what panics him. That's when he's like, oh, I gotta call 911. It's because when he opened, when he pulled back her eyelids, one eye said over and the other side <laughs> said dose. <laughs> he's like, oh, no. <laughs> She's dosed over. Oh, wait, I'm reading it upside down. Oh, my goodness. Uh, like a cartoon. So I'm sure Donna will go to rehab because that's what everybody in the show does at some point. Yep. Apparently. Yep. Everyone gets on drugs or alcohol or something. It's kind of ridiculous. Now it's come for Donna. <laughs> Seriously, though, David, Brandon, Kelly, Donna now. Yeah. Steve's the only one so far. Yeah. At least from the original so yep steve's steve's uh the only steve was in a psychiatric ward for a while uh ranting about how he saw uh angels face a bus <laughs> right through a garbage truck but other than that he's fine <laughs> oh my goodness but that is the episode for the week carol 
All right, so you can write us at latefee1994awl.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.